sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Great to be with you. Uh, we're also streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. We have a huge show today. Massive show today. Every day is a massive show, but today, maybe just that little bit more massive than usual. Today, I'm going to be talking Premier League football with Al Ninos. Al Star Kappa, he and I are going to be talking Aston Villa at Southampton, Tottenham Hotspur, Chelsea, and Everton at Arsenal. But don't worry, folks, if you think this is all going to be about the Premier League, you're dead wrong, because Chip Chicken Dinner Chirimbus will be joining me. Right after that, we're going to be talking NBA, Mavs and Sixers, Timberwolves, Nuggets, and a little college football bowls, because it is bowl season, is almost here. We're going to be talking the Las Vegas Bowl and the New Orleans Bowl for you. And by the way, speaking of bowls, and there are bowls aplenty, we have a special for you right now on the website. Use promo code BOWL. Get 15% off everything you put in there. And right now, we have a very special offer if you want to bet the bowls. Choose any one of our 35 handicappers, and for $1.99, you can have every single one of their college bowl picks. But to make it a bit more interesting, we've decided to kick it up a notch, and for $2.99, you can have two handicappers and every one of their college bowl picks. So there's about 18,000 college bowls this season, so you get about 36,000 picks. Well, maybe not quite that many, but you know where I'm going here. Lots of picks, little money, big wins for you. Get online, picksandparlays.net. By the way, we're going to top it all off today with 14 minutes to build your bankroll. That's right, we're going to be doing our rapid-fire segment. This time, we're going to be doing NFL rapid-fire. I'll be joined by Craig El Huapo Trap and Tony El Tigre Tellez. We'll be going through about seven or eight NFL games for you, so be sure to stay tuned for that. Remember, if you have time, because we're going to step aside, take a very brief, like less than one, minute break or so here. Uh, go get a pen and paper. Be very helpful. But we'd love to hear from you during the show, and you can do that by writing in the comment box in any one of our social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or you can hashtag us, Parlay Radio, and our production team will see your comment right here in the studio, put it up on the screen, and I will respond to it, only if it's really rude. I've just decided to change it up a bit. All right, I'm going to take a break. I'll be back Premier League football with Al Ninos. Well, we're back. Great to be with you. Premier League is back this weekend. Oh, thrilled for it. By the way, checked out the uh, World Club Cup. Good stuff. My team, Liverpool, doing quite well. By the way, Monterey put up a terrific game. In fact, both the World Club, semi World Club Cup semifinals, I think, were much harder fought than people thought. Uh, Flamengo had a very, very tough game against Al-Hilal 
and uh, Liverpool, an equally as tough game against Monterey, who really put up a good fight. But enough of that. Let's talk Premier League. Let's bring to the show a good friend of mine, star handicapper at picksandparlays.net, Al Ninos. Al, we've picked three really good games today, I think. Yeah, three great games. I really like, uh, really looking forward to giving these picks out and uh, betting them myself. So, yeah, yeah, let's get to them. You know, there are certain times. Uh, look, I do Premier League preview on Fifth Street Soccer every Friday. I cover every game. There are some of these games that sort of curate because they, they look really good from a sports betting perspective. Not every weekend are there matches that look this good. Not every weekend are there clear favorites in plus money territory. We have that going today. Al, you and I have slightly different betting strategies, but I think the three matches that we picked today, we are in unanimity. We could almost be in politics together, Al, because we've got <laughs> it going here. Why don't we start, shall we? Let's start... Um, Everton-Arsenal, this one is at Goodison Park. Everton are so far unbeaten under interim man manager Duncan Ferguson. They had a ho that home win against Chelsea. They drew at Old Trafford, uh, and they drew Leicester City in the Carabao, uh, and, and they beat Liverpool in the Carabao Cup. Uh, the Ancelotti, uh, pardon me, and they drew uh, Leicester City in the Carabao Cup. Uh, Ancelotti hasn't quite arrived yet at Goodison. He's on his way, and I think, you know, it's either, we can talk about this briefly, but I mean, it's either... You know, is the manager, is this what he's worth now? Or is, when you're looking at Everton, is this what they're worth now? If you understand what I mean, depending on how you look at it. Uh, but look, Duncan Ferguson's bring a lot of renewed energy to the toffees after Marco Silva. Uh, for Arsenal, what a disaster. Dumpster fire, train wreck, 10th in the league, 5-7-5. Five, five. Uh, they only won win uh, in nine. They're a defensive disaster, Al. Late goals, no soul. That's the way I think of Arsenal. Late goals, no soul. Mikel Arteta, though, the new manager, should be in charge. Not a particularly exciting appointment for me. I think Arsenal dead man walking. Uh, Al Everton at home, plus 186 on the money line. Arsenal plus 143, the draw plus 272. How do you see this one? Yeah, this should be, I mean, we're looking at three great games here. And, um, yeah, I think uh, Everton, you know, to answer your question, I think it's been a bit of both. You know, I think uh, the new coach has done great for them. And as I said before that, I think uh, – They've always had like a good squad, so uh, it's all coming together for them uh, pretty nicely here, and I think they're in a good spot, and we're still getting some good value on them. And um, I like a uh, few looks on this game too. So I like um, I like the over three goals here. I like Everton at a pick 'em at uh, minus uh, one twenty eight, and uh, I like the over. I do like. Unfortunately, I still uh, think they have some problems in the back, so I do think Arsenal gets a at least a goal here, too. And I do like both teams to score in this game because, obviously, I think Everton's going to outscore Arsenal. <laughs> well, no, right. And I think that's a great... Uh, I, think, I think going with the over is the way to go on this one, Al, because uh, Arsenal have no defense to speak of. They're very soft in the middle of the park, too. They have some really good attacking options. We'll all agree on that. I mean, guys like Aubameyang, uh, Lacazette, I mean, these are good players. Maybe there's got four good players on the team. <laughs> the rest of them are pretty bloody awful. But, you know, Everton have been underperforming horribly during the season. I mean, they've actually got a good squad with the likes of Richarlison uh, as a great example on that squad. Uh, they're going to score goals. Uh, maybe they're not as defensively fragile as you might think they are, Al. Uh, Duncan Ferguson instilling a little bit of verve and vigor in them. And, of course, uh, Ancelotti's arrival. I think they're going to all be playing for a... Um, for a spot on the starting roster. They want to look good for one Italian gentleman when he comes. We agree on this one. Let's move along. Next game, shall we? 
Um, I tell you what, this one to me is actually the easiest of the three games to pick. Uh, this is Tottenham versus Chelsea. This is at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, Tottenham a fifth, Chelsea a fourth. Here, look, if Tottenham win this game, they will leapfrog Chelsea. They'll move into fourth spot. They'll move into those Champions League spots. Chelsea will drop down. Uh, Spurs, they've turned it around, though, under the special one, Jose Mourinho. Uh, as I said, the win here will leapfrog them. Uh, look, they've, uh, they're 4-1 under Mourinho. I mean, it's that simple. They went from just horrible. They went from just a disaster waiting to happen, uh, you know, under Mauricio Pochettino, who's, who's a great manager just way past his sell-by sell date. And they've just been on a roll since Mourinho came in. Chelsea, on the other hand, kind of in the opposite situation right now. I think Lampard had his early managerial bounce. Uh, but I think once that transfer ban got lifted, I think this sort of cohesion that these young players had, knowing that they would have the full season to work it out, I think that's gone by the wayside. And I think we're starting to see the wheels come off on the bus. They've lost four of the last five, including last week's 1-0 home loss to the Cherries, of all people. Um, I, you know, I think Lampard has reached the limits of this team. I like Spurs at home. Uh, you're going to take the pick em. I'm going to take the money line. 154 for Spurs, Chelsea 177, draw 262. Al, how do you see this one? Uh, yeah, again, you know, Chelsea, uh, they had their wins, but they're, they're, they're struggling lately, and uh, Tottenham's pick, really picked their play up. So uh, much better form right now, and uh, I think, you know, they got probably the best coach in the world, too, uh, back them. So he'll be probably the one that's wait, wait. most eager to get this win against. I I'm sorry. Did Jurgen Klopp move from Liverpool to Tottenham Hotspur? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> oh, you mean yeah, Mourinho? I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the other guy, the, the other the best coach in the world. Uh, the, other, the other best coach in the world. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but uh, anyway, so I don't think I think he'll be uh, the one looking forward to this game the most. You know, going up against his old team, and he'll be in a good spot here to, to get himself the win again. As you said, uh, I'm going again for the safer option at a pick him, laying a bit of juice at minus 130. But uh, I think we got the right side with Tottenham here. And uh, worse, again, it's a push on the draw, I think. But uh, I really think Tottenham's going to get this one. So I can't blame you for going for the plus money. And again, I also like the over in this game. And uh, I kind of like both teams to score. Chelsea coming off that... Um, that uh yeah scoreless what, uh, what is the total day. on this one though i got it at uh three minus 103. Ooh, i don't know if i like the total the over on this one that's where i'm leaning with it i'm not playing the under here um i might avoid and, uh, it i'll tell you what defensively these teams are not that bad at all and uh i don't know i mean Mourinho, he's a pretty defensive manager i mean you know he's known for a bit of a snooze fest out there but getting it done uh, and Lampard's kids, yeah, they like to push forward. But defensively, Chelsea are not that bad. But okay, Al, you and I can disagree on that. You'll take the over. We can disagree on one. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass on it. I just won't bet it. And I, I, I'm not sure it's going to be the under or the over. I think it's just uh, to avoid. Money line. Go for the big payout. Okay, next up. Uh, this one I love, Al. This one I love. I love relegation six-pointers because they're what makes... This is what differentiates the Premier League and, and global soccer from American sports in general. You've got two teams at the dead bottom of the league right now. Well, not quite. Uh, Villa 17th, Southampton and 18th in a 20-team uh, league. 
Obviously, 18, 19, and 20 will get thrown out of the league at the end of the season if they're still in that position. It's like musical chairs. So this is a relegation six-pointer. Aston Villa do not want to lose to Southampton. They will go into the relegation zone if they do. Southampton, of course, want to beat Villa, get out of the zone. Uh, Villa under Dean Smith, they got a big 5-0 win over Liverpool's under-23 team in the Carabao Cup in midweek, of course, because Liverpool, the uh, first team, was playing in Doha in the World Club Cup. We can talk about that another time. Uh, Villa won one and three in the last five, but their losses come to like Leicester, Chelsea, Sheffield, and they drew United, which was a great result for them. Uh, this is a critical run of fixtures for Villa, Villa Al, because they, you know, they, they want to get themselves well clear of the drop. Uh, they've got Southampton here, then they've got Norwich away at Carrow Road, and then they've got away at Watford. They need points. These three matches, there's nine points for the taking. Villa, I think, a better team than any one of those three. Southampton, well, looks like Hassenhudel had turned it around, and then they had two losses in a row uh, against West Ham and Newcastle. They're back in the drop. Uh, they're tied on points. Villa, better goal differential. I'm taking Villa at home, plus 118. Far away, you've got a minute and a half. Yeah, again, I'll have to uh, agree with you there. But again, I'm going for the uh, pick him, uh, minus uh, 127. And uh, again, I, this is the one I don't see many goals in. I like uh, the under three goals in this one at minus 116. All right. And well, yeah, I, think... I was mistaken, Al. We're out of time. Always a pleasure, Al Minos. I'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. Great to be with you. I'm Nick Gieber. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. Hope you're watching the show on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or you're listening on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we are each and every weekday from 4 p.m. in the East, 1 p.m. on the left. Also broadcasting on the American Forces Network, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, you know, find us anywhere you want. By the way, if you missed any part of this show, you can obviously see the replays on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, but if you want to listen to it or download it while you're at the gym, working out, whatever you're doing, the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V, that's where you'll find our podcast. All right, uh, let's get to it, shall we? Uh, on this day, this very famous International Human Solidarity Day today, uh, December the 20th, Chip Chirimbus, welcome to the show. But I must say, you can take International Solidarity Day or you could have National Sangria Day. Which one would you rather have? Solidarity. How about solidarity, solidarity and we'll all celebrate with some sangria? That's a good way to go. Nick. I like there it. Yeah, I think it works. Covering well. all bases. Exactly. Well, Chip, let's talk about, speaking of covering all yeah. bases, I love that. It's a great segue. Let's start with some NBA action, right. shall we? Uh, let's start with the Timberwolves at the Nuggets. Uh, the Wolves, 10 and 16, 9, 16 and 1, 8 against the spread. Uh, they lost uh, the last eight in a row. Woo, including that Wednesday's loss to the Pelicans, which mm, was not great. Uh, seven to six straight up and against the spread. Carl Anthony, uh, Towns, Jake Lehman, Jarrett Culver, they're all out as well. Total over in six of the last seven. And the Nuggets, 16 and eight. They've won four in a row, coming off that win over the Magic. They're 12 and three straight up, seven to seven against the spread at home. Uh, the points, though, gone under in 13 of the last 20. Uh, you've got one team... Uh, I, I mean, I like the Nuggets here, and they are 10-point home favorites. I didn't get the total. Did you get the total? Uh, no, one? I didn't, because um, 
there's good reason to like the Nuggets here. I mean, not only has has Timber, have the Timberwolves lost eight in a row. You don't need a sangria no, to bring no, you I to that. No. <laughs> but they haven't covered yeah. any of those eight games, yeah. and they're an underdog in all of them. So this team has been kind of hapless, and here's Denver after having a rocky road trip come out now, and they've won their last four. Um, Nick, I don't see any other way to go there. I mean, um, you're playing at a mile high, and, and this team has, has been absolutely terrible. I mean, to lose eight straight consecutive against a number, I think – in recent times, I only remember San Antonio. Have I lost my mind? No, we're going to okay. I mean, Tulsa move it up higher. There See if go. I had an apron. And if, and if the only last time I remember a team having this bad a streak where they lost every single game was San Antonio Spurs, and they actually had lost 12 in a row. But I can't, I can't take the Timberwolves, Nick, until they can win a game, when they can sit there, or at least cover a spread. I mean, they, they just don't come to play yeah. night in and night out. And Denver has much too much firepower. I like the Nuggets as well as you. Well, I mean, they're nine sixteen and one against the spread. It well, like we said, I mean, here do you have, you know, Denver's under five hundred. I think eleven and twelve against the number themselves. Are twelve, and 12. 12, 12, 12 and twelve. Twelve and twelve. And you know, so I just don't know how you can justify taking the Timberwolves here. I really don't. I'm with I, you. I, so I, I wouldn't play this game. I wouldn't give it out, and I wouldn't give it either side. So, avoid it like the plague. If you if you bet this game. You deserve it. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll go with that. I'm gonna, let me just have a sip of this sangria go ahead, go ahead. Here on National Sangria Day. Mm, that's good stuff. Okay. Uh, next up, Mavs at sixes. Uh, the Mavs, 18 and 9. By the way, two teams with nice records playing oh, here. Great the Mavs, clubs. 18 and 9, 16 11 against the spread, coming off a loss to the Celtics. They're 10 and 2 straight up, 10 and 2 against the spread away from home. Uh, Seth Curry, DeLon Wright, they will join Luka Doncic in the no-play department, which is a problem. Right. Uh, they're 5-2 and two against the spread in the last seven, and obviously uh, that's why I think the Sixers are such big favorites here, but we're going to talk about that in a second. 20-9 sure. um, and nine for the Sixers. They lost to Miami. That marked only their second defeat in a row, which was a bit surprising, actually, Chip. They're 14-1 straight up, 7-8 against the spread at home. Uh, they're 4-6 and six versus the Mavericks in the last ten. Under in four of the last five. So two questions for you, Chip. Go ahead. Two questions. Number one, number one, what's going on with the Sixers? Two losses in a row. A bit of a surprise. Right. Number two is these injuries. How are they going to play to the Mavs? I mean, how's that going to affect? Um, Scott, I mean, Doncic has been out for a while. We, we get that. Okay, let me start with Philadelphia. Go. All right. Here, yeah. here I have a club that's 13-2 and two at home, and they've been riled up by Charles Barkley and the media getting on Joel Embiid, who we have said yeah. he can be the most dominant player in the league oh, no when way. he wants yeah. to. Oh, no when way. He comes. Right. So they challenged him, and he came out, and he dominated against the Boston Celtics. We had, had it here as a big winner, and then he goes right back into the tank the next two games. Now, they get beat at home by Miami outright, and they were never really in the game. Miami dominated that play. Very underrated team, Nick. It's Miami Heat Club, by the way. And Philadelphia still at 20-9 and nine on the year, and 12-14, and 14 and three against the points. They are coming to play against this Dallas team. They're going to like to beat up on a team that's injured. You have a team coming in here limping with Donick being out and, and other injuries as well affecting the club. But listen to this, Nick. This Dallas team has been one of the best teams on the road in the NBA. They've covered 10 of their last 11 on the road against teams with winning percentage over 60%, which means when they come up to play big games on yeah. the road against the better they teams, they get, they get ready to play. Yep. They're 13-3 overall on the road and 21-8 and in the last 29. It's hard to play against this team. They've covered at Philadelphia five of the seven times they've played them, but there's that issue with Joel Embiid coming after losing two straight. I would take Philadelphia here. The line you said was eight and a half, Nick. Seven and a half, yeah. eight and a half, in around there. 
That's a big number for a team that's lost two in a row and for a team that just got humiliated at home by Miami Heat. I think Philadelphia is going to waylay this team. And maybe the Mavericks with the Donick being missing and the other injuries they have um, will finally come to play, into play. But um, I would take Philadelphia. I, I don't want Dallas in this game. Mine are eight-point favorites. That's a big favorite. I think it's a big favorite. I, I mean, against an 18 and 9 team. I mean, that's a big favorite. Not only that, you've got a team that's 13 and 3 in a row, no. 10 and 1 on I the know. road. So um, they're telling you, I think the odds makers are actually um, giving you an opportunity to take this. Are we getting the hint? Are yeah, we getting the getting hint? an opportunity getting to hint. take Dallas plus the points here. Yeah. I won't do it. Are you ready to take up some serpents? Um, sure, why not? Okay, let's talk about it. Let's get to college bowl season, right. which is here. We're going to cover two bowls for you today. Uh, let's start and talk about. Their New Orleans Bowl, Appalachian State taking up them serpents, although they are the Mountaineers. I yes, they're add. the Mountaineers. Yeah, against UAB, Appalachian State 12-1. and They had a great season, saw them uh, clinch a Sun Belt championship, but also the departure of their head coach who moved on to bigger and better things. Uh, offense, though, is terrific, averaging 39.4 yes, points great a game. Yes, uh, For UAB, that, you know, this is a great story. Go ahead, go ahead. Because this program was shut down in 2015, not, not for violations, not for right, drug problems, right. not for cheating. Economic for reasons. Economic <laughs> reasons. I mean, how often do you hear that, particularly with a Southern school? Almost never yeah. do they look and say, well, we're going to cut the football program. But look, they returned in 2017, and they returned with a vengeance. They had kind of a mediocre yep. season in their first season back. But 2018, they finished what 11 and one. Uh, I mean, they got the cha and, and they got uh, the Conference USA championship this year. I love this story. Uh, this year, this is their third bowl appearance. They're built on good, solid defense. Great. Uh, I'm enjoying this story with UAB a so, great deal. So we have a clash of trends. We do. We, we have uh, your offense. Offensive team yeah. averaging 39 points a game and a team that's going to try and run the ball and keep it defensively. It is a great story that this team, this total football program was disbanded, yep. terminated in 2015 season, the 16 season. Now they're coming off the Sun Belt Championship game and Nick, they got absolutely crushed by Florida Atlantic. 49 to yeah. 6 and you might say well you know this only goes to show that they really haven't made it all the way back they're not quite as strong as it might be but hey, nine and four they're nine and I four mean, come on. not only that nick but after a loss they're 10 2 and 1 against really? the point so okay. it shows that after they get downtrodden they get beat they ha they have that rebounding ability to blazers here and this Dinkle, what, Eli Drinkwitz is yeah, his name. Drink, Drinkwitz, Drinkwitz, right? I mean, Drinkwitz. we should know yeah, this guy. Yeah, I know. He, he was here less than a year. Sounds like my accountant. He leaves December 7th, December 9th to go to Missouri, and you can't blame him for taking the job. But Appalachian State, the Mountaineers, you know, Nick, I bet against them three, I bet three times this year against them each time, and I lost two of those games. In yeah. their one loss, I had the winner in that game. But they are 17-8 and eight as a favorite. They're 22 and 8 to the over. And they're almost the 20 30. point favorites for this game. They 19 are, and a half. Right? Is it up that high? Yeah, I mean, 19 if it, and a half point I, favorites. I would only have one way to go. I can't lay those kind of points, particularly in a bowl game. Maybe the fact that the Blazers are inexperienced in this um, er, genre, where Appalachian State now is in the top 25. Yeah. They're one of the um, FBS schools, which are finally getting recognition. This is a team where two years ago was Boise State. Right? And we'll be talking about Boise State later, but now Not everyone's starting to pay attention who they are. They put themselves on the map a couple of years ago by beating Michigan at Michigan, and people start saying, who is mm -hmm. this team? And they are from West Virginia. This is Appalachian State. Big, big number. If they come out and crush, I'll be kind of surprised because of the defense that Alabama-Birmingham plays and because of their ability to rebound after a loss, Nick. Like you said, 10-2-1. So we taking the under? I would... 
I would take Alabama, Birmingham in the under. I, okay. I wouldn't mind taking the points. I, I'd go either way with both of them. All right, we just got a couple minutes left, okay. and we do have one left to get to. Let's talk the Las Vegas Bowl. You talk about Boise State. They are playing Washington Huskies, Boise State, Mountain West champs. Uh, they may actually get to play this one uh, as last year's first responders bowl, which they played, was canceled because of lightning. But there were probably a lot of first responders <laughs> yeah, there, in case anyone was there, I would imagine. Uh, this is the number 14 scoring offense in the country. Uh, they have an eight double-digit victory. So 6 no against the spread as a dog. And the Huskies, what a huge, disappointing season for the true. Huskies. Very oh, true. my God, a choked full season. Uh, Chris Peterson's final game right here. Great. By the way, yep. Where did he Good. coach before? Well, that was absolutely at Boise. I'm going to hand it over to you because we okay. got about a minute. So okay. Go Part of the storyline yeah. here is the fact that Chris Peterson was at Boise for eight seasons, went 92 and 12 while he was there, which is absolutely fantastic, and gave him the job at Washington. Now, Washington, all they have left with a seven and five record is to showcase Jacob, Jacob Easton, the quarterback. Um, they have dominated the, the Mountain West. This Boise State team, like you said, was 12-1 and one on the year, Nick, and their one loss was to BYU. That was one of our Megabuck releases earlier in the year. Brian Harson, the uh, coach who's been moved into the head position for Boise State, was Chris Peterson's assistant for mm. 10 years, and he's not too happy about the matchup. He knows that Peterson knows everything that he knows and more. They don't need um, to send uh, spies right, on Right, right, exactly. Uh, this yeah. isn't the Patriots. We don't yeah. have to oh, worry sorry. about them. Yeah. No cheating. Uh, no, we didn't say that. Um, but Boise has lost the last four meetings against the points against this club, and Boise is 5-1 in bowl games, 7-0 and in their last seven as dogs. Washington? A three-point favorite. It seems not even ranked. Favorite over the ranked number 21st-ranked Boise. I'll tell you what, Nick. You and I are going to this game on Saturday, and I'm, we're going to have ringside seats for the winner. Right, and if you just log on. Three-game packets for Saturday. It's logged right now. You can log on and get all of Saturday's winners for NFL and college football bowl action. Chip Chirimbus, check him out. Picksandparlays.net. I'll be right back. NFL Rapid Fire. Welcome back. Picks and Parlays. Here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Schmitter, Schmutter, Litter, Lutter, you know, we're everywhere. Whatever the newest one is, that's where we are. Because we're hip, trendy, and cool, and I'm Nick Gieber. All of those three things. Okay, not really. But you can find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. I want to thank uh, Chicken Dinner Chirimbus for the last segment. Great to have Chip with us. Uh, you can find his picks at picksandparlays.net, just like you can all of our handicappers. And just remember... If you want, we've got a special right now for the bowl season. That's right, one handicapper, $1.99 for all of their picks. But if you want two handicappers, it's $2.99 for all of their picks. And wait, there's more. If you want to bet more than just the bowls, you want to bet everything, well, you can do that. We've got an absolute special right now. 15% off everything you put in the shopping cart. Use promo code BOWL. Okay, let's get to it. Promised you 14 minutes to build your bankroll. Let's get right to it. Let's bring on some of our top bankroll builders, Craig El Wapo Trap and Tony El Tigre. Tell us. Tony, great to have you with us. Craig, great to have you. Uh, let's talk some NFL, gentlemen. You ready? Yes, let's we are. do it. Okay, on the affirmative. Let's start, shall we? Uh, let's start with the Chiefs against the Bears. The Chiefs 10 and 4, 9 and 5 against the spread. Four wins in a row, including a 23-3 win over the Broncos. And the Bears 17 and 7, 4 and 10 against the spread. Lost to Green Bay on Sunday. That snapped a three-game winner for him. Let's start with you, Tellez. Tigre, let's hear it. Yes, sir. All right, we're going to take a look here at this uh, contest uh, with the Bears, the, the Sunday night contest. We're going to go here under a total of 44 and a half. 
Uh, you know, late December football in Chicago could be a little chilly. Don't see much precipitation in the forecast. But one thing I like here is the Chiefs defense has really played well, holding teams 11 points a game over their past four. Each game has gone under in that span. Of course, the Bears, they've gone under nine of their 14 games this season. They've held only 13 points at Green Bay. You know, their offense really struggling, 26 in the league. While the defense is playing well, uh, seventh overall. Now, uh, the Bears will be without uh, their, their wide receiver, Taylor Gabriel, with a concussion. Look at Casey's defense. It's improved on third down and in the red zone. I'm going to go under here with Casey in Chicago. All right, uh, Huapo. I wouldn't hate the under on that one, but I think the side is where I'm going to go in this one. I like the Chiefs here. Last week, of course, in the snow, had no problem with the cold weather. Chiefs absolutely were impressive. I think this Chiefs team has continued to get better as the season has gone on. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus six here. The Chiefs are 4-2 and two against the spread on the road this year, so they've gotten it done on the road for us betters. And the Bears, just 2-8 and eight in the last uh, uh, 10 against the spread. So I'm going to go with the hotter team on the road here. Let's take Kansas City Chiefs minus 6 here. All right, Lions, Broncos, that's what's up next. The Lions got murdered last week against Tampa Bay. Lots of injuries. Uh, they've lost 7 of the last 8 straight up, and they're 10 of the last, 10 of the last 11. Uh, the Broncos lost to KC 23-3 last uh Last outing. Uh, they don't have much offense, but then I guess Detroit uh, doesn't have much uh, defense either. So let's start with you. Uh, I've got Denver, minus seven, total 37 and a half. Uh, trap, you're up. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was kind of surprised. Of course, this week we heard from uh, management that they're going to bring back both the general manager and coach Matt Patricia after he's gotten worse each year. I mean, that was kind of surprising. I thought this Lions team, I guess maybe you could say Matt Stafford's injury kind of derailed the season because the Lions, before that injury, played a lot of close games. But, I mean, since then, 2-8 and eight against the spread in their last 10, and the Broncos are 7-3 and three against the spread in their last 10. So, I mean, as much as I don't love the way this Denver uh, offense really plays, you have to take Denver here. This Lions team has really been miserable. Let's take uh, Denver Broncos minus 7. All right, Tony. Yeah, I'm not going to argue there with that pick there. I, I, I'm going to go under total here of 37 and a half. I just think the Lions offense is going to have a hard time moving the football on this Broncos defense. David Blau, a third stringer there under center. You know, Lions averaging just 14 points and 296 yards over their past three games. The under is coming in seven of eight with as a favorite for Denver. You know, Denver, less than 300 yards average themselves over the past three games. And, but the defense has really stepped up for Denver at home, holding points, holding points just 18 points a game. We're going to go ahead and go under here with Detroit and Denver. All right, let's talk about the boys going to Philly by the Eagles. The Cowboys 7-7, 8-6 seven and seven, eight and six against the spread. The win against the Raiders snapped a three-game loser for them. Uh, they're going to hope to clinch the NFC East with this game. Dak Prescott, question mark, due to what is rumored to be a hairline fracture in a finger somewhere. They're 3-4 and four straight up, 4-3 four and three against the spread away. They've been over in five of the last seven, and the Eagles... Seven and seven, late season run. A couple of come from behind wins. Season still in with a shout for the division, but uh, they've gone under in four of the last six versus the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys two and a half point road favorites. Uh, we started, who did we go with? Trapped last time. Let's go with Tigray. Yeah, this game, I like this game a lot. My best play for Sunday. Pick it up right now over at picksandparlays.net. Oh, you horrible tease. How can you do that? You can find them at picksandparlays.net. And if you want this pick, you can get 15% off right now, which makes it even better. Okay, trap. Yeah, I know you're not hiding this one. No, I, I, I like the Cowboys here. I think the Cowboys have they looked really good last week. I thought that, you know, I was betting against them last week uh, when I was out there in Las Vegas. Not one of my top plays, but I just thought the, uh, the Cowboys maybe had, you know, Jason Garrett's 
problems late in the season when he needs to win games has always been a problem. Uh, but, you know, I think the Eagles are just going in the wrong direction. There's two and five against the spread at home this year. Some of them, I mean, they lost to the Miami Dolphins. It's a hard bet to make this Eagles team when they're so desperate. But I'm going to take the Cowboys minus one here. I just think they at least are playing better recently. Yeah, who stunk it up? Okay, uh, next up, Steelers-Jets. The Steelers 8-6, and 7-5-2 against the spread, coming off a 17-10 home loss to the Bills. Uh, they've been under in the last six road games, and the Jets 5-8, and 5-9 against the spread. They've yet to win against the AFC North opponents, but they did give the Bengals their only win. So I guess they get the being nice award and making everybody feel included. Uh, they're 13 and 16. 13 the last 16 is an under against the Steelers. Uh, the Steelers three-point favorites here. Total 37. Craig. Well, not only did the Jets let the Bengals get a win, they also let uh, Miami Dolphins get their first win too. So, I mean, when you when you have the when you're the first team ever to allow an 0 and 18 two two times in a season to allow an 0 8 team or more uh, their first wins. I mean, that tells you how bad this Jets season is. But well, I still don't really nice, like though, this. Craig. I mean, they're, they're just, yeah, it's just obviously. friendly, welcoming people. But I think the better play is take the under here. This this Cleveland or this Steelers team has been very good on defense. Eleven and three this year uh, to the under, including six in a row. I think it's another low scoring game here. Pittsburgh, they know they can't win with Duck Hodges just throwing it all around, so they have to run the ball and play toward their their strength, which is their defense. Let's take the under thirty seven in an ugly Steelers close win. Ugly, ugly, ugly. T Gray. Not, yeah, not you're ugly, there, Tito, go great. We're talking about the Steelers here. <laughs> Quite a magnificent looking I gotcha. man. Okay, oh. Take it away. Yeah, I'm definitely with Craig here. Under total here of 37. The defense here, great form here for Pittsburgh, allowing just 15 points, 258 yards over their past three games. And like Craig said, they have to win the game with defense. That means a lot of running the football, running clock, kind of playing that old school field position game. And, of course, I think the Jets will, have a, will struggle with their young quarterback here trying to move that football on this really good uh, defense here from Pittsburgh. And uh, the Jets fans don't show up when the team's bad. Uh, you may see more Steeler fans here, and I think it'll help them here uh, cover this, uh, actually get this game under total here of 37. Wow, sound like L.A. fans. Keep talking. Okay, next up, Giants, Redskins. Uh, the Giants snapped a nine-game losing streak against Miami. The Redskins covered three of the last four, nearly, uh, nearly, almost, not quite, but they didn't, but nearly upset the Eagles last week. Uh, Redskins, though, favorites, one and a half point, total 41. Mm, T. Gray. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead here and take the Giants plus two. It looks like Daniel Jones on his road to recovery. Not sure yet if he'll be ready, but, uh, you know, the Giants, you know, they've they've played well. Three or four, uh, they've they've covered. They get a win at home to Miami. But, you know, Washington's one and six straight up at home, failed to cover five or seven. They're, and they're favored in this game. There's no way I could I could take Washington here as a favorite. Remember, their first meeting in New York did beat Washington 24 to three. Uh, the defense held their opponents to 23 points or fewer over their past three. And, of course, so you look at uh, red zone and third down numbers. Uh, they're terrible for Washington. At least the Giants are a little better than that category. I'm going to go ahead and take the plus two with the Giants. Craig, what say you? I, I must be in a dream here. The Washington Redskins are favored against anybody. I mean, this Washington team, I mean, even last week, they had the cover for everybody. And then, I mean, one of the worst bad beats of all time. So, uh, I'm going to take the Giants here, like Tony said, 24-3, the first matchup. I think Daniel Jones will get the start here. But if not, you know, let's remember, Eli Manning, for his career, is exactly 500. Imagine if he gets one more st one more win, he can 
eke over that that 500 mark for his whole career. That is a pretty amazing stat from a guy that has multiple Super Bowls uh, that you're not over a 500. Uh, but, you know, either way, I like the Giants no matter who starts a quarterback. And the 4-3 and three against the spread on the road. I think they went out right here, though. Well, outright win for the Giants. Okay, big call there. How about that? Even though the Redskins are the favorites. All right, nice one, Trap. I like it. Finding some huevos rancheros there. Big one. Okay. Uh, next up, Raiders at Chargers. Chargers, the Raiders, uh, six and eight. They're on a four-game losing streak, which includes blowing a 16-3 to halftime lead and losing as a six-and-a-half-point home favorite to the Jazz on their final game at Oakland Stadium. You know why they did it? Because they love their fans so much. That's how they appreciate. They make sure they appreciate and are appreciated by their fans. And we get to look forward to that here in Las Vegas. Uh, they've been total under in four of the last five. And the Chargers, well, they don't have any fans to, you know, irritate. So we'll just leave it at that. They're coming off a home loss to the Vikings. There's almost no home field advantages here whatsoever for the Chargers, as I said. Usually there's more visiting fans than home fans. They don't really have their own grounds, at least not this year. They're at what used to be the Home Depot Center, where I was at for Inauguration Day, I might say, of the stadium. Uh, their total is over in four of the last five for the L.A. Chargers. And they're home favorites, or uh, you can't call it home. Let's just say they're favorites at minus six. A total of 45 and a half. Let's start with you, Gray. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the points here with the Raiders plus six. I saw some seven someplace. I shopped around for that number. You know, I, again, the Chargers are favored in, in their home state at the Depot Center there, that soccer stadium. It's not been a very good bet. You know, two and four straight up, 0 oh and four straight up in ATS against the AFC West. That's terrible against the division. Remember, the Raiders did win that first meeting. They were able to move the ball on the Chargers. They at least have some momentum here. And I think they have a lot more to prove in this game. It was a disappointing loss. They've seen all the, the, the coverage here. They're coming to Vegas. They got to they got to go to Vegas with some positive news here and that road to recovery after that loss. Press the reset button, get a win here, and you'll feel a lot better about yourselves. I'll take the points here with Oakland. Oh, they're coming to Vegas. The positive news is they've just increased the individual seat license price by 15%. Okay, trap, you're up. I, I agree with Tony. We've been a lot of agreement here, so we're either, we're either going to crush them or uh, we're gonna, it's going to be a bloodbath <laughs> this week. But I like the Raiders. I think the Raiders have an absolute shot to win this outright. I've seen a lot of positive things with this Raiders team at times this year, but unfortunately has been inconsistent. But so has the Chargers. So why would you lay seven points with Phillip Rivers is a turnover machine? I mean, every time you turn around, he's throwing an interception. So let's take the Raiders plus a seven. I'm even going to sprinkle a little money line in this one. I think the Raiders went out right. Take the points, though, just in case. What is the money line on the Raiders right now? Um, probably about plus 250, I'm guessing. Maybe Ooh, even plus 300. I like money line plays, guys. I mean, you can see that my do my uh, Premier League stuff with Al Nino. So I love that money. It's a bit of a gamble, but, you know, hey, I'm in Vegas. What could I say? All right, gentlemen, those are our picks for our NFL rapid fire. We have one minute left. I want to find out from you, Trap, what you've got up at picksandparlays.net right now. Well, we also my actually game of the week this week is in the Cardinals at the Seahawks. I really like this one, my top play, Bookie Blaster, on Sunday, so make sure you get it, $37.99, and use that 15% off promo code. Use that promo code BOWL. We also have those BOWL specials up, $1.99 for one capper or $2.99 for any two cappers. Click on the Premium Picks tab, and underneath that, you'll click on the two-for-one builder. Uh, by the way, I just want to make sure that you understand that that is for their, the two-for-one is for their BOWL picks because that's our BOWL special. Yeah. All right, uh, we uh, also, under the two-for-one, you also have you can choose uh, seven day or three days, seven days, or thirty days for all sports included. So we also have uh, specials up daily, um, not just during bowl season. All right, uh, T. Gray, 
crap monopolize the time. You've got 10 seconds. What's up for you, dude? All right, I got uh, my top play over at picksandparleys.net. will be the Cowboys and Eagles game. Get it right now at picksandparleys.net. All right, guys, thanks so much. That's our NFL Rapid Fire. Be sure to check out both uh, Tony, LT, Gray Tellers, and Craig El Wapo Trap on the site. Don't worry if you missed any of these picks. I'll recap after the break. Well, welcome back, Picks and Parlays, as we wind down our December 20th International Human Solidarity Day and National Sangria Day show. It's been a good one. Lots of picks, Premier League, NBA, college bowls, NFL. Let's recap what we did. We started off, I spoke Premier League football with Al Ninos. Al says, Everton, Arsenal, take Everton. He says, take the pick of minus 128 and the over three, uh, minus 108, and both teams to score. Villa Southampton, take Villa as the pick'em, minus 127, and Tottenham Chelsea, another pick'em, minus 130. Taking Tottenham for the pick'em there, by the way. And over three uh, for the minus 103, and both teams will score. A couple little prop bet for you there. Uh, for me, I'm simpler. Everton Arsenal, I said take Everton on the money line, uh, plus 186. Villa Southampton, take Villa on the money line, uh, plus 118. And Tottenham Chelsea, take Tottenham Hotspur money line, plus 154. Lots of plus money uh, for home favorites, uh, for favorites uh, of whom most of them are at home. So uh, you want to jump on that. All right. Then we did some NBA with Chip Cherimbus. Mavs at sixes, take the sixes, minus seven and a half. Wolves at Nuggets, take the Nuggets. Uh, I don't remember what we had there, but just take the Nuggets. And the ball picks, Boise State, Washington, the Las Vegas ball. You can find it at picksandparlays.net. And Appalachian State versus UAB, take UAB. Plus 17. All right, uh, let's move along, shall we? By the way, that one was the New Orleans Bowl. Then we had NFL Rapid Fire. Craig, Chiefs at Bears, take the Chiefs minus six. Raiders at Chargers, take the Raiders plus seven. And the Cowboys at Eagles, take the Cowboys minus one and a half. And finally, Tony T, Steelers at Jets, take the under of 37 points. Raiders at Chargers, take the Raiders plus seven. Cardinals at Seahawks take the Cardinals plus 10. And his promo pick was the Cowboys at the Eagles. Pick it up now, picksandparlays.net. And as we were saying, got a special on there, 15% off. Use promo code GIFT. Was it GIFT? Promo code? Oh, bowl. Excuse me. Bowl. Promo code Bowl. Silly me. And while we're talking bowls, we have our two-for-one bowl special. One cap of $1.99, two for $2.99. All right, that's going to wrap up the show. We'll be back tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific. Picks and parlays. Until then, bet, win, and repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.